Google, Apple, Amazon, all these big players are getting into the world of health and well-being. Is that going to be a problem? You know, I'd love to answer this question today by really taking a step back. Go back in time to the Wright brothers. You know, if they weren't innovative, if they were not entrepreneurial, where would we be today? So why, my question is really this, why would we be eagerly looking at big players in the innovation entrepreneurship field who are trying to tackle problems head on create solutions that actually improve health and well-being. Obviously, they're interested in the bottom line as well. They, they are commercial. They've got to make money. But to get money, they indeed have to add value first. So why would we want to be throwing stones at, at all the attempts that these big players are making? Time and again, I, I see either articles or in my discussions with colleagues of debates, really, of should these big players like Google be involved in, in innovation and entrepreneurship? My honest answer is heck yes. We need them. We need young startups. We need entrepreneurs within the health sector. I'm a health professional. We need more innovation and entrepreneurial thinking. And I'm not talking about everyone taking a leap of faith and launching their own startup. But having this mindset of looking for identifying problems not to complain, I've seen that many times, not to complain, but actually create solutions, create services, products that tackle these problems. We have got enough problems in the health sector, whether it's health and well-being, whether it's prevention, whether it's education and helping uh, people look after their own health and well-being, all the way through to uh, obviously, planetary health, chronic disease, obesity, antimicrobial resistance, the works. There are enough problems for each of us to have a bit of the pie if that's what we're worried about. My honest, my honest goal here as a public health and preventive medicine doctor is to improve health and well-being of humans, of communities, of individuals, but indeed the planet. You know, I, as you know, I also did a training at Harvard in environmental health, and that is our next big challenge is climate change. So we really need to be thinking, how can we be innovative to create solutions? And really what I want to share with you is three things. Three things to think about if you're an entrepreneur looking to enter the health space. First of all, think about the solutions you have to offer. I know, you know, not all problems are health tech uh, or solved by health tech or digital health. Used wisely, of course, they're going to help with issues like prevention, like remote care, diagnosis, screening and treatment, indeed rehabilitation, indeed palliative care for the end of life. We need all of these solutions but sometimes they're simple solutions that don't need technology. So just think outside the box of, are you really helping add value to that person's life? Whether it's the patient, whether it's the wider population or indeed the workforce. Second point is not all problems are in healthcare. Pretty much all startups are focused on healthcare. That's not a problem. We've got plenty of problems to solve within healthcare. Don't get me wrong. But here, I wanna throw out two things here. One is have a think about any opportunity you get to get into the healthcare sector. Think about what you could be doing upstream to prevent issues. Think about this preventive public health lifestyle approach. Think of the wider social determinants, the environmental determinants, indeed 
occupational reasons for uh, someone's health and well-being. Indeed, these wider determinants of health are responsible for 90% of what determines our health, 80 to 90% at least. The rest is obviously access to good healthcare and good health records and, and cool stuff there. And obviously you've got to think about who it is that you want to help. There's still plenty of people you can help within healthcare, including doctors and other health professionals. But I just want you to think about what really determines health and how can you help there? And the third point that I want to share is not all problems are dealt with and tackled in the here and now. You know, I could, God forbid, I could easily come to you as a patient for anything, a really bad health outcome. And you might want to be helping me with my lifestyle, with my sleep, my habits, by creating an app, a wearable, something to monitor my, my, and my health habits, lifestyle habits, and, and indeed monitor various markers that can uh, help you determine whether I need to be seen by a health professional or not. But most of what, well, not most, but depending on the health outcome we're interested in, sometimes, if not all times, many of the factors that have led up to us getting into the place we're in now would have been further upstream. As much as, you know, decades in early life, our exposures, our behaviors, our family environment could have led up to the outcomes we're seeing today. Indeed, it can go as far back as the previous one or two, if not more generations. And I'm not just talking about genetics. There's all sorts of things to think about. So whatever you're doing, when you're looking to um, clarify what the problem is that you want to solve, take a step back. Think of the life course perspective. Think of early life all the way through to the current moment in time. Indeed, think about how this person's condition is going to progress over the rest of their life. But also take this systems thinking approach where you can look at ways of tackling the wider determinants and indeed working with all the different players out there who can help you solve this problem and add real value.